So how do you know if the thing that you're currently doing in life is the thing that's meant for you or not? And this is a question that has been coming up a lot recently, whether it's been asked like that or a lot of times it gets asked as, how did you know it was time for you to switch? And there are a couple things that went into this, but I want to start with what did not make me realize what it is I was meant to be doing, but it did shine a bright light on, I'm not where I am meant to be in some way, shape or form. So I'm going to dive into that. Human on the Daily, the podcast for anyone wanting to break free of any boxes or expectations and embrace their full authentic self. I am Dr. Megan Daly, and I have been there. I've overcome so much trauma, dealt with so many stressors like competing in high-level athletics, rigorous academics, getting my doctor in physical therapy, and I did what I should do, right? I climbed the corporate healthcare ladder. And when that didn't make me feel fulfilled, I branched out and opened up my own cash clinic and built it to six figures in the second year. Yet I still felt like something was off when I looked in the mirror and maybe you can relate. So I scaled back and really dove into the questions of who am I really and what is it that I am meant to do? So together in this podcast, we are going to dive into all the tips, tools, and experiences for you to answer those same questions for yourself so you can live your best, most joyful and fulfilled life. Because if you're not doing that, then what the fuck are you really doing? So let's fucking go. Have you ever seen someone really in their purpose? Like they are absolutely lit up. They are passionate about what they are doing and they get so into it that they kind of get lost. There are a few instances that I can think of where I was very still much in the clinical world and this was, this actually happened a couple times. I would love to say it was just one instance, but It was a couple different times, really over a period of a few years, that for one one reason or another, I was either observing someone in a clinic to give them feedback. Um, I had a couple people that I would like, I guess, help out in this way. We would we would kind of observe each other and give feedback, and it was incredibly helpful as a clinician. So there were a few times where I was doing that, and I could just see how. Like I could see the wheels turning in their brain. I could see the like sm- like full body smile that was just emanating from them. And then on top of that, there were a couple times where just like coaches need coaches, physical therapists need their own physical therapists a lot of times. So I had some injuries and I was going to my buddy that I now refer local Phoenix people to. And he gets so lit up by this shit. Like to another level and I just looked at him getting so amped and I was like in my head I thought there's a giant disparity between him and his path and where I am and all the other times have been earlier this was a more recent time not recent at this point but that was the moment that I was like holy shit like unless I can magically turn that back on because that used to be me 
before maybe like the third or fourth time of hitting burnout, but somewhere along the lines, my path switched. And it's not to say, I mean, yes, I changed. We all grow and we change and we evolve. But it's not saying that your path is going to change as you grow as a human. His didn't. Mine just simply like PT was meant for a period of time for me and then it wasn't. And I don't have any like big aha moment for you for when it stopped being because I was so I've done another episode on this. I was my titles and my degree and the certifications that I had were so tied into my identity that it took me a very long time. Like I said, it took years and more than one instance of this recognition of going, huh. And at first it was like a, huh, that's interesting. And then it was like a, oh, okay. I, there's something here and I can't ignore it anymore. And so it took a lot of time. I had to do a lot of work on dissociating my titles and my degrees, my certs from my the, the alphabet suit behind my name from my identity before I could even really truly see what was in front of me and that that light showed on the fact that like maybe this isn't my path the other part that goes into that not only had I dissociated my titles my identities but I had already done the foundational work what I mean by that is there you may be the person who isn't happy in your current career path is feeling frustrated, feels like there's something more, but maybe you even have an intuitive hit of like, but I still love what I do. I'm so passionate. Like if you get me talking, like good luck shutting me up kind of thing. And now that's not saying a black and white, like then that career path is for you. You kind of still can't get me to shut up if you get me rolling on like disparities in healthcare or insurance issues or women in strength training, right? Like I'm still going to be passionate about those. It's just not what I'm meant to like do in my day-to-day anymore. Anyways, before I get too off track, circle back to the foundational work. And if you are that person, then, then this is... Actually, everyone needs this. <laughs> foundational, right? Like That's the word for a reason. And it, that is the how to hold boundaries without getting guilt, how to regulate your energy, how to regulate your nervous system, how to make you work for you. And what I mean by that is learning yourself and loving yourself enough to know what kind of schedule, what kind of environment do you need to be around? If you haven't listened to my episode on how your values and the values of your environment cannot conflict, go back and listen to that one. I'll try to link it. I will link it in the show notes for you. So it's easy to get to. There are all these things that really need to be aligned for you to be on the right path in the right career. You can have the right career, but be in the wrong environment and feel miserable. You can be on the right path and not have good regulation and boundary tools and feel off. Like there's all these other things that need to come first. And then if you still feel like there's a disconnect, okay. And now I'm not saying you can't explore some curiosities on the side and see if there is something that lights you up and you have an intuitive hit to like go do something else, right? Like um, this episode, I actually don't know when it'll release. I need to look at the calendar, but I'm recording it on this November 17th of 2023. November 19th of 2023 is the one year anniversary of my journal being published. And 
when I tell you, so I created that journal in a flat 36 hours. It was one of those wake up at 3 a.m. with a giant intuitive hit and just sit down and create. Like I didn't eat, I didn't drink water, I didn't go to the bathroom, nothing. I just created for 36 hours. That's a little bit of a lie. I definitely like, I think I, I still had like some patience in the middle of it. So, but you get the idea. By the time the 30 hours hit, I had created this thing and I sat on it for a while. I created it back in like, I think February, February of 2022, something like that. And I just kind of sat on it. It was done. It was sitting in my, my Canva, like projects list. And, but I think that's such a great example of like, I had this intuitive hit while I was still working on the foundational work, while I was still in the career path that I wasn't sure about, but I knew still held a piece of my heart. And so anyways, yeah, like explore those curiosities, create the thing that you feel called to, like, don't let the fact that you're in a vastly different career path stop you. Hell, when I published it, I still had a clinic. I was still very much known for being a clinician. And I was like, you know what? screw it. I'm just going to put this out there. I admittedly in hindsight, didn't take it too seriously. I definitely could have taken it more seriously and actually done a launch, yada, yada, yada. But you know what? I'm making up for it now. Everything happens as it's meant to, right? And yeah, the journal will be linked in the show notes if you're interested for it or in it. But circling back to the need for the foundational work, like that is why I am so passionate about what I do now. What really, truly like Again, this is part of why I'm I'm trying really hard to stay focused on this podcast because yeah, like I can get lit up about this and talk about it for hours on how this foundational work is needed and it is the key to your happiness and living your best most aligned life. So that's all the skills, the tools that I teach in my 180s with my clients, my one-on-one clients and Um, next year I am bringing back the break with burnout course. I'm expanding it. It's going to be even bigger and better. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If you're interested in that more than the one eighties, like shoot me a DM, let's chat. Um, but yeah, all those tools and skills, like that's why that's such a foundational piece in the course. Now I will say, right? Like blind spots are called blind spots for a reason. And I say that because almost no one comes into the course looking for the foundational mindset stuff. They come in looking for the regulation tools. They come in because they, they know they're burnt out and they don't know what, how to get out of it or how to undo the pattern and make sure it doesn't happen again. They come in because they are like, oh my gosh, like there's, there's got to be something missing. Like what is happening? Like that's what people come to me for. Honestly, whether it's the course or the 180s, it's just which format do you prefer and, and how long do you want to be working together? Like, do you want a 180 minute launch pad session or do you want to be together for like four to six months? Anyways. So I will drop those links in the show notes for anyone who's interested. But the point that I'm getting at is that this foundational mindset work and being able to know yourself well enough and stand up for yourself well enough with boundaries and, and being able to take the path that's meant for you And truly let go of the expectations of others, of any of the, oh, well, I shoulds that you have in your head. So all of that leads me to circling back to what I opened this with is how do you know that it's time to move on or that the thing that you're doing isn't what's meant for you? And really, I do think having that foundational work um, is needed to really, really be fully honest with yourself that when you see someone who is so lit up and so in their zone of genius, 
if that is a disparity, if there is a, a giant, very obvious gap between them and you in that kind of like uh, that energy, then that is a giant clue, right? And then I'll share a few other things that kind of helped me weed out and figure out like what it is. And this is actually an exercise that I give a lot of my clients and every, like when I say clients, I mean my one-on-ones, it's in the journal and it is something that I give to the course participants. So like, well, I don't give it to one, every 180. It depends on if they don't have clarity on this or not. So if you are, if you are unsure, if you are kind of stuck in the should and stuck in this idea of it's like having blinders on, right? If you've ever seen a horse race, they have blinders on. It's like you've been on this path and you have blinders on and you can't even see the other possibilities because culture or society, your career, everything has been telling you like, well, this is the trajectory, right? Like you move it. This is the next level that you go to. And so it can be really hard until you kind of undo some of that conditioning again, back to the foundational work before you can really see the possibilities. So one of the exercises that I love running clients through and fair warning, this does take a little bit of time and it's your 40 to 45 interest list. I've done it both ways. I honestly think as long as you're hitting at least 40, it works. And what this is, is you are going to write out 40 different topics that if you had all of the time, money, resources, everything in the world to read up on, listen to, learn about, take courses in, Um, talk to experts and like all that stuff, like you would just eat it up. You would be lit up. You would be so energized. You'd be so excited to keep learning more. And this isn't to say like your list is not going to be, oh, first thing is dog rescues. And second thing is physical therapy. And third thing is mindset. No, we're going to get specific. So I want you to write down I'll use a few of mine as an example that just kind of, they're going to be random. They come to the top of my head. So one is going to be behavioral science that allows for habit development. Another one is going to be the sociology behind World War II heroines and the rise of Hitler. Like that one might sound dark, but if you've ever looked into the sociology of it, that is fascinating stuff. Um, Another one, gosh, this is going to sound nerdy. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a mathematics degree as well that I never used. And math is definitely not a pattern that I found through my 40 interest list, but I still, like, this is one that still gets me and I love. And it's diving into proving the absolute theories. So if you ever took geometry and had those like rules that you could use in your proofs, um, I took an entire class on college that I loved on how to prove those rules. Anyways, circling back out of my math nerd status. Um, But stuff like that, I think you get the point of it needs to be really detailed on a very specific topic. So you're going to make that list. The first 10 to 15 are going to come to you fairly readily. And then you're going to have to dig really deep. And this is where it's really important to keep going and get to 40. I promise you there are 40 topics that you feel this way about. You just have to dig really deep and you're going to get more into the minutia. Good. That's what you want. Because then when you're done with this list, you're going to look back over it and look for three to five categories or patterns of topics that you see. That is going to be your list of like, hey, these are the things that light me up. And then 
that's where you can start to go with, okay, which one of these are like hobbies that are just for fun? Which ones do I really want to incorporate into my career? Et cetera, et cetera. Like this is just one of so many tools that I use to kind of come together with clients and figure out really what their path is, is meant to be. But that, that one I love and it's such an eye opener. It's actually one of the first things that I did. It's adapted from a book called The Art of the Impossible. If you haven't read that, I highly recommend it. And the first time I did it, I was still very deep in the clinical world, but it was actually after I had that interaction with Mac, the, the PT that I was talking about that was just so lit up that I could no longer ignore the fact that maybe this wasn't for me because I was never going to reach that level of passion for it. Not again, at least. So I did that list after that kind of realization and I had my next big aha moment and it was that, oh, okay, my list has way more to do with like sociology, psychology, mindset behind all of this other stuff. That wasn't the entirety of it, right? I had a few others, but that was the main one that it's like, okay, there is something here and it can be tied into so much different stuff. Again, it, it goes back to the, what I said earlier, like it's the foundational work. So it can, it was kind of this eye-opening moment of this can be done so many different ways and I can really make it my own. But what is very apparent is like a very strong physical therapy theme did not come out from my top three to five. It would have my first couple of years of treating and of practice. Like I said, I used to have that passion. I did. And that was for a season of my life. And that is, I just, I, my passions pivoted instead of, for some of you, for you, it might be that you go through that list and you like rekindle a passion. You relight a flame in you. And again, that, that foundational work is kind of key to being able to really discern if it is still meant for you or if you're just getting in your own way and that's what's actually causing the the dissatisfaction with it. And then I'm feeling called to share the other two little stories that kind of solidified like what my path was meant to be. So at this point I've already gone over really how I knew PT wasn't for me. But right it doesn't it doesn't end there. The mindset that 40 interest list was kind of a peek into like oh oh there's something here. This is more for me. If you're listening to this you might resonate with either the need for the foundational work or the idea of like, okay, it's not meant for me, but, but now what, right? Like that's a very confusing, unnerving place to be in that, like in the muck of the uncertainty. And I plan on doing an entire podcast episode on this, but I'll leave you with this one little thing. The opposite of uncertainty is not clarity or certainty. It is self-trust being able to trust yourself enough to take the next action and figure it out and be okay no matter what. And I'm going to do an entire episode on that because that was a very deep process for me and it took a long time. So let me know actually if that was is something that you would love to hear. DM me on Instagram and let me know. I would love to hear from you and kind of get an idea if, if that's something that you would find helpful or would resonate. All right, circling back to the two quick stories that led me more to what I'm doing now. So honestly, a lot of it came from just starting to have enough of that self-trust to follow the next intuitive hit. So I followed my intuition to hire a business mentor or like join a group course rather. Her name is Jessica. And through that course is when I built out my course, Break Up With Burnout. And I made it for clinicians 
because that was my world, right? That was my expertise. That was who my, a lot of my network was. So there was a part of me that was still stuck in the, like the blinders phase where it's like, well, of course I go this route. But as I was building out that course, that's where a lot of that foundational mindset, boundaries, regulation tools, all that stuff kind of came through. Then the more after that, that I was joining. So I was in the middle of my first cohort. They were making giant breakthroughs and everyone in the course was talking about how they were amazed at just how big the breakthroughs were and how it affected every area of their life, their relationships, their, their self-love, like not just their career, which is what they came to me for and all these big aha moments. And I was chatting about my program and then some of the big takeaways that people were getting in various like entrepreneur networking groups that I was in. And I all of a sudden had so many women in other male dominated fields. So like health tech, finance in particular coming forward and being like, Hey, holy shit. Like I need your course, but I'm not a clinician. I don't fit the demographic, but let me know if you ever expand it. And interestingly enough, I had actually wanted to target that demographic from the get go. I just didn't see that as possible because of those blinders, because of the shoulds and the expectations that I was hearing from everyone else of kind of this, like stay in your lane of like, um, if you've ever heard the phrase of earn the right to go wide, I was trying to work with just clinicians to earn that right to go wide and, and serve a bigger population that I felt deeply called to. Now I'm not negating completely that advice. I do think there are some instances like it's been incredibly successful for some people and it goes into a thing that I'm really big on with my clients is trust yourself, trust your intuition and versus listening to the shoulds. Like you're going to have a lot of naysayers no matter what you do. You're going to have a lot of people telling you there's a different and better way to do it. No matter what you do, stay aligned with your intuition. Wow. Okay. I'm getting off on a lot of different topics on this podcast, but you know what? I'm good with it because these are all really important tangents. And I know that it's going to be helpful for you if you're listening. So Okay, last quick story, because this was happening kind of parallel. Like a lot of this was happening at the same time. The, the 40 interest list, finally putting the journal out, um, hearing this feedback from other women outside of the clinical world about the course. And then this, uh, this final one is I was still st- treating patients at this time. This whole time I was still treating patients in my cash clinic that I had built up because like a lot of clinicians, I thought opening up a cash clinic was going to solve all my problems. Clearly did not. So I'm still treating patients and I had more than one, like several reach out and, or while they were seeing me mention it during our session, that one of the big things that they thought was different and made me a great PT was my, the conversations that I was having with people and the hard questions that I was willing to ask them and allowing them to build up more emotional resiliency, whether it was the questions that I was asking or just chatting about my day and what I was going through and being willing to be vulnerable with them about it was helping them have big ahas and build up emotional resiliency and see different perspectives and, and grow their mindset. And it's one thing when one person comes to you and says it like that is incredibly heartwarming. Yes, I was very appreciative of it and very grateful, but I'm talking like several in a certain 
time span. And these were a few of them were patients that have followed me my entire career throughout every clinic that I've gone through and then on to my own clinic. And it's not actually as I'm recording this funny enough, I, I got another DM from an old patient today with a very similar message. Um, all of that just kind of lined up and finally got, made me really took those blinders off and made me realize what I was meant to be doing. So if you are in like the muck of trying to figure out like if you're on the right path, think about that really passionate person and is that you? Could that be you? Right? If you're just feeling burnt out and tired and exhausted and like you don't have time or energy for anything else or to even start to contemplate that, then the first thing that you need to do is battle the burnout. Learn those foundational skills, whether it's with me or someone else, just learn them. Then you can be able to discern, has, is, that, is the lack of all of that what dimmed your passion and, and burned your candle out? Can you reignite that flame? And be really passionate about it with the t- school, with the schools, with the tools and skills to be more regulated and to keep the flame going without it burning too bright again. Or is that fatigue, exhaustion, confusion, all those feelings? Is that because you're not in alignment, and the thing that you're doing was meant for you for a season and it's not anymore, right? Again, that foundational stuff is key, and then being able to dis- discern. And I, I do, I've, I've chatted with someone else who was in dance and moved to LA and like thought she was meant to be a dancer and then started to see all these other people that have such a passion for it and so lit up by, by it. And that was her key moment of like, oh, yeah, that's not me. Okay, what else? What, what makes me feel that way? So that's something to reflect on and really think about. And then from there, do that 40 interest lists. Um, I'll, link, I'll link a freebie on this episode with the like the PDF from my journal. If you have the journal, great, it's already in there. If not, I'll link that as a freebie in the show notes here, so definitely check that out. Do that exercise, see what the patterns are for you, and then just work on that self-trust. And I say just, like that's such a, man, it took me years. Again, I'm gonna do an entire podcast episode on it, so be on the lookout for that. DM me if you think that would be something that's super helpful for you. And it really is just slowly being willing to put one foot in front of the other and follow the intuitive hits once you're able to to weed out that the mindset that's that's getting in the way, right? We all block ourselves. Again, they're they're called blind spots for a reason. The reason I work with people and they get such big transformations with me is you often like coaches coaches even need coaches. Everyone needs someone else to reflect back to them various things, whether it's mindset or business strategy or whatever it is that you want to work on, right? You cannot read the label from inside the bottle. You are inside the bottle. You are too close to the source to be able to really see and make sense of like the label, what's meant for you. So that's, that's where me or whoever else comes in and acts as a mirror and a light for you. All right. So to wrap it all up for you, make sure you have those foundational tools in your back pocket. You have the skills and the tools that are needed to move forward and not hit burnout and allow yourself to really get in your own way with your own limiting beliefs. Are you lit the fuck up by what you do? Or is someone else who is reflecting back to you that maybe that's not the case? And then work on finding out what that is for you then. 
with the 40 interest list and, and going from there. So I hope this was helpful. I am, I would love to hear what resonated or where you you feel like you're struggling, all the things. Like I love talking with you about your stories and where you're at. So share a screenshot on Instagram, put your biggest takeaway and make sure to tag me in it so I can reach out and we can chat and I can thank you personally for listening to the show. I, I love connecting with you. And yeah, enjoy your week. Much love. Catch you later. High five for taking some time out of your day for yourself to listen to this episode. It is my hope that it makes you feel more seen and heard and understood because we are all human and being human is messy and imperfect and beautiful and you are beautiful. So if this resonated, it would mean the world to me if you shared it on social along with your biggest takeaway and then tag me at moveonthedaily and human.onthedaily. Thank you so much and see you next time. Thank you.